Welcome back to Green Planet, Blue Planet podcast. I'm your host, Julian Guderlei, and I'm here today with Joel and Travis, who also host a podcast. It's called The Bad Crypto Podcast. Welcome to the show, Joel and Travis. Hey, thanks. I was told there was going to be a purple planet. Purple planet? Well, I know there's a red planet. I think that's Mars. Yeah. What's the purple which, planet? Is that which, which, one's, which one's purple, Travis? I think it's Uranus. <laughs> Right, let's kick it off. These guys are funny. That's why they host their own show. They had, uh, I think, don't tell me, you guys, you, you, you had like a million downloads in your first six months. Like, what, what made you guys kind of uh, just kick into this, this next gear and say, you know what, we're going to host a radio show? Well, that is fake news, Julian. It was uh, nearly 2.5 million. So, I don't know where you got your data. <laughs> Travis and I have uh, been friends for a while and you know during the political season he and I were doing a lot of back and forth uh, you know both commiserating and laughing at all of the shenanigans that were going on and early in 2017 we were just kind of fed up with politics and we found the conversation shifting to crypto and we're you know what do you think of this and what do you think of that coin and what do you think of where's Bitcoin going to go? And after, I don't know, hours of discussion on Messenger on July 16th of 2017, Travis sent me a message that said, what's next? The Joel and TW crypto show. And it had, you know, his standard uh, winky crying face going with it, laughing like, you know, come on, really? And the moment he said it, I said, I got an idea. And we got on the phone uh, two days later, we had registered the domain and created the website, put up all the social profiles and recorded and hosted the first episode of Bad Crypto. And the rest is very sad history. Right. I, I, lo I love that. Two days later. I mean, this is kind of why I wanted to interview you on this show is because Green Planet, Blue Planet is all about purpose society and how to kind of help people find purpose and express their authentic self. And, and you guys, it seems like you're going to tap right into some massive momentum making magic there. So how did, it, how did it start? You just knew a bunch of people in the crypto space or you called around and asked who's out there? <laughs> no, we knew nobody in the crypto space. <laughs> we said, all right, well, let's start doing this. And the whole point of our show, uh, Julian, was to teach people while we are learning, right? And so we never claimed to be masters of the space. We never claimed to be thought leaders in the crypto space at all. What we are is people who are exploring and learning and growing in the space and teaching the masses how it all works because most of the people who are in the space, they are really heady, right? A lot of people are very technical, kind of nerdy, over geeked out. And then that goes over a lot of people's heads. So Joel and I, we have the unique ability to sort of dumb it down. We go under their heads. We go under their heads and into their hearts, Julian. And sometimes all the way down to their knees. <laughs> As long as you're hitting the heart a little bit, I, th I think we're right on topic. I, I love that because, I mean, dumbing it down maybe is, is a humble way of saying it, but it sounds like you guys are on the zeitgeist of society kind of peeking into blockchain technology and really like the learning journey, I think is something that, yeah, it inspires all of us because all of us are like lifelong learners if, we, if we're open to it, right? So I don't even know what a, what a zeitgeist is, but if it means we're smart, then okay, I'll take it. <laughs> Well, zeitgeist, I think, is a German word. It's just like being on the point of time where, you know, what society is kind of looking into or what, we're, what the spirits of the times are is kind of where you guys are hanging out. So blockchain is coming up and it's a big wave kind of industries and technology for, for people in people's lives with crypto and money that can be made, but also 
way beyond that. So what I want to know from you guys is like, what have you learned? Like, what is that whole buzz about? Is it just a way to make money? Is it a technology behind it that, that really can revolutionize our society? Give me a little more. You know, I was watching some videos this morning on YouTube, jumping around and looking at all these, these people that I would classify as scammers and pumpers and dumpers with titles of, you know, five altcoins that are going to make you rich in 2018 and that certain coin is going to the moon and they're making all these crazy projections and most of them have no idea what they're talking about. I just, I just shake my head because Travis and I are really, yeah. Do we want to make money? Of course we want to make money. Everybody wants to make money. You want to see your coins go up, but we're all about the technology. You know, we believe that blockchain is revolutionary and that the, the contributions that it's going to make to disrupt just about every vertical that, you know, is known to mankind are phenomenal. And we're, we're in this for the long haul. Uh, we, uh, we never recommend coins. Sometimes we'll talk about things that we're buying, but we never do any kind of pump and dumps. We interview a lot of ICOs. We interview people with established token and coin, you know, ventures. And we just try to, we just talk like regular people about what we're observing and what we're observing as futurists and marketing technologists is that blockchain is here to stay. And those that ignore it are the same people that laughed when Jeff Bezos said he was going to sell books out of his garage. And uh, who's laughing now? Hmm? Hmm? Sell books out of my blockchain. <laughs> Travis, what about you? What's, what do you see like is the kind of the technology behind blockchain that, that is going to revolutionize the way our society is set up? Well, you know, that's a great question. One, I, and I kind of look at things from a more spiritual way in some ways. I, I used to have a website called One Consciousness, which was all, you know, I had a personal development site. I also had this site called One Consciousness, which dove into the various different sort of spiritual paths. I've studied, I don't tell us, I don't share this that often, but I've studied multiple different shamanic paths. I've gone through the Huna path, which is, which, is a, which is a Polynesian ancient wisdom. Technically, I'm a Kahuna. You're I'm a, a big kahuna. kahuna. I'm a medium. I'm a, I'm a large kahuna, <laughs> just in size only. I'm a baby when it comes to the, that, that whole space. I've also studied the Peruvian shaman path, Kurundero, where I've gone through that whole apprentice deal because ancient wisdom has always interested me. And I've noticed how, you know, as society has grown, a lot of the sort of ancient wisdom gets sort of thrown under and gets ignored. And I, I've always been, you know, an explorer. And my mom is super... Christian, right? And I'm all about that. I'm, I'm a Christian as well, I would say. But all I noticed, my mom only read the Bible, right? She was like, you need to read the Bible. I'm like, okay, I read the Bible. I'm going to read other books too, right? But I've known my mom to only read the Bible. And uh, so it's an interesting question to me because I look at technology and I look at ways like how do we bridge society in, in unique ways? That's one thing I've always thought of, like, how do we make the world a better place? What is my role in putting a dent in the universe. And so I've explored all these different things. I've gone down these paths that some, these rabbit holes that some people would think would be insane to do. I do them because I think it's interesting. I'm like, I want to know, well, what is it that I don't know that I can glean from this that can maybe help me become a better person, maybe help me be a better steward of the planet. And, you know, so having known that, you know, wealth had never really been something that I've been able to attract. I'd always had, I've always kind of repelled it. And because once I realized that the current financial system, the, the Federal Reserve Banking System, the central bank system, it was essentially a fraud because they can print as much money as they want. 
and it's it's backed by nothing. I mean, you know, a lot of people think, oh no, you know, the U.S. dollar is backed by gold. No, it hasn't. It hasn't been backed by gold since like the mid '70s, whenever they took, uh, whenever Nixon took us off the gold standard. So basically, they've just been printing money. They could print a hundred dollar bill for six cents a piece, and that six cents, you know, turns into a hundred dollars. And then if you deposit that hundred dollars into the bank with fractional reserve banking, that $100 turns into $1,000 that the bank can now loan out. So for six cents, essentially the bank gets $1,000 worth of purchasing power that they can then lend out. And then once they lend that money out, they can then charge interest on money that didn't even exist. And that interest is money that never even existed. And so it's so weird whenever I was looking at that whole system, I was like, man, I don't like that. And then cryptocurrency, and blockchain to me seems like a technology that can help free us from that type of monetary slavery. We are essentially, you know, we're slaves to the dollar. If you don't have enough money, you can't pay your rent, you can't pay your water, you can't buy clothes, you can't buy food. If you don't have your money, then you don't pay tax. You can't, you know, there's a whole lot of things that, that are tied to us in civilization. And this is my point of view. This is not, you know, the official bad crypto point of view. This is Travis's perspective on this. And I think that, you know, cryptocurrency, you know, especially Bitcoin, there's only 21 million of them. There's only ever going to be 21 million of them and they can't print more. And knowing that cryptocurrencies are deflationary in nature, meaning the value of them increases over time. Now in a, the, the central banking system, the value of our dollar, if you had a, a $1 coin, silver dollar in 1913, whenever the Federal Reserve Bank went into place, that $1 now is worth only, you only have about 2% buying power from you had in 1913 because the value of that dollar has gone down substantially over time. And with crypto, the value goes up because there's only 21 million and there's seven, almost 8 billion people out there and most people will never have a full Bitcoin. And uh, so the value is only going to increase over time due to the scarcity of it. Super interesting way you're taking this, Travis. I, I, um, I feel like you're, what I hear you say is that moving out of this like very linear fractional federal reserve system and the dollar-based system that the world is kind of tied to at the, at the moment, we're kind of going through some form of an evolution. You could call it spiritual in nature or, or simply like an innovative evolution where we, through technology, find new ways of expressing prosperity, wealth, and abundance. And uh, blockchain seems to do all kinds of things even beyond technology. Uh, sorry, even beyond currency, that's just based on, on, on money value. Like, I know you guys are also really um, deep into the technology around blockchain and energy. Like, what's some insights that you can shed, shed light on? Well, you know, we've, uh, we've interviewed a couple companies that have uh, done some blockchain initiatives regarding energy. One of the ones that really stands out is Power Ledger out of Australia, where they put another prawn on the bobby. And uh, actually, uh, Travis, I, I, I found out that they don't even say that. Darren Rouse at Social Media Marketing World told me that they don't even put prawns on the barbie. They, you know, they just put a stake on it. So, you know, I'm put totally... stake on the bobby. I'm totally disillusioned now. Oh, but, uh, you know, they're, they've got a cool thing going there. They had a really successful ICO, and what they're doing is they're blockchaining solar energy. So, you know, you got your solar panels up there, you're banking the sun, so that when you need energy uh, you know you've got it to to pull out and they're saying hey what if my neighbor needs some and rather than going through a third party and an intermediary to transfer that energy they just blockchain and said hey you can buy you know in a peer-to-peer -peer fashion energy directly from my solar bank i'll sell it to you and it's instantly transferred and the funds are instantly settled and you know the fees are, are low and people are served 
And I think, you know, that's, we're going to see more initiatives around, uh, you know, not just energy, but really all the different verticals. And I have to sidebar a joke because this is, it's just, I think it's funny. Um, as you were talking, Travis, you know what you call shaman or shaman, shaman worries, what, you know, if a shaman has anxiety. Mm, what do you call them? It's called kahuna matata. Okay. <laughs> nice. I love the kind of uh, vibe you guys are sharing. You, you, you take a really big, very complicated topic and just spread the light and the humor around it. Well, you know, but that's, we're both, we both have a history as communicators, right? You know, I've been um, an internet marketer and an uh, internet uh, entrepreneur for 23 years. And Travis is one of the leading marketing tech guys. You know, as authors, we distill and make seemingly complex subject matter easily understandable and digestible. And we do that by speaking the language that we understand. You know, we haven't got it all figured out. When we started the show, we're like, all right, here we are. Uh, we think blockchain's cool and we're bad. You know, we don't know what we're talking about. We're not financial advisors and we don't know where this is going, but let's go on this journey together and let's figure this out so every time you know we have a guest on our show we're always blown away because we learn something that we didn't know before and uh, you know the goal is that as a community we're going to learn together and in fact our community is uh, it's it's funny because it's resonated so much you know look we're kind of like the the mint chocolate chip you know crypto content yeah we're we're sweet and savory and it goes down easy and everybody you know everybody likes it some people hate it. I'm not a big fan of mint chocolate chip. You're more of a Rocky Road guy? Uh, you know, I'm more of a cookie dough. <laughs> you are a cookie dough. <laughs> well, I love what you guys are doing because it's, it's like, you know, if you were to look at all the experts only to explain a topic to you, or if you were to look at, let's say, um, let me do a metaphor there, like the oil industry to bring a new alternative way of energy, like you'll never get there. So what we actually need in this world, I guess, a lot more is this like non-expert approach to look at something and say, how do we, how do we explain that for more than the 100 totalitarian people that are able to understand it so far? So I think you guys are doing a, a major service, and I love that this is being reflected with such a large uh, listenership. And I, I hope these, these people get to know you a little bit more through this show here as well. Um, I have a couple more questions. And one is kind of going towards, Travis, what you were saying. Like, I, I heard you through the lines. I heard like the topic of equality coming up and shamanism and, and like how are we all connected as humankind. So what do you guys think about universal basic income? Well, I think that, you know, from, I put on my marketing technology hat here and, you know, that's one of the things that, it's one of the reasons I think that I do this is because I, you know, I do have one foot in the technology world, fully in the technology world and one foot kind of in the other world where, and I, and I look at things in, in a different lens. I think that, you know, it's going to become an, it's going to become inevitable that there has to be some sort of basic income eventually. And it will, and will most likely be crypto. And why do I say that? It's like, you know, with my marketing technology hat on, like we're 18 months, 24 months away from 5G rolling out in a lot of, a lot of places in the world. And 5G is going to drastically change how we communicate because it's going to be 20 to 30 gigabit connection to our phone to our car, to your smart TV, to your refrigerator, to your toothbrush, internet of things, right? Anything that's connected to the internet is going to now have speeds, uh, you know, most of the time 50 to 100 times faster than most people even have it now. Uh, we're talking a big, big shift. Now, not only is that happening, but we have artificial intelligence taking over, machine learning. Uh, and so we have all of these devices that are doing deep research on things on our behalf and that's eliminating jobs. We have this massive push towards automation, 
right? There's going to be an autonomous driving cars and autonomous driving trucks. And, you know, so there's so many different things, chatbots and all this other stuff is going to take away some customer support. We're noticing if you go to a fast food restaurant or whatever, you're starting to see these kiosks pop up. And, and so there's going to be a, a way, I think, through crypto that, and we've already talked to a lot of people, Joel and I have had a lot of great conversations on people who are trying to solve this problem to allow people to earn cryptocurrency to earn money through their actions, like maybe through their good habits or maybe through taking surveys or maybe through doing all these different things. So there's going to be ways in which people can participate in society without necessarily having a traditional job down the road, because a lot of the traditional jobs down the road, in my perspective, will start shifting and going away. And that frightens a lot of people. And I think we're going into a place, Julian, potentially where there could be a world of the haves and the have nots. And the have-nots are going to be a have-not in a very big way. Uh, and I think those who get on board with cryptocurrency and start understanding it more and start investing, maybe speculating on some of the ones that, that they like more, they're going to have a better chance of being a have than a have-not in my perspective. But then again, I'm not a have-have-not advisor. Well, you know, we're going from the service economy that we're in to like a, a, a token economy you know as travis is is talking about there where people are going to have more access to the ability to use these tokens in the various ecosystems and you know one of the things i really like about crypto is that we finally have an opportunity to help bank the unbanked you know there's tokens out that are making it simple for those that previously would you know want to send micro transactions five dollars you know from here back to you know their family and maybe in a third world country or a a developed Developing nation, as is the politically correct way to say it. And uh, they can't do it with our current banking system. But with crypto, you know, you can fire up your, your Stellar Lumens wallet and uh, instantly send, you know, $3 somewhere and it's sub penny transaction fees. And I think that this type and of thing. It takes three seconds to get there. Yeah. This type of thing is going to help revolutionize, revolutionize um, the way we, we live as a society. What do, you, what do you guys think about like the, I believe the term is leapfrogging phenomena. So like developing nations, as you pointed out, that didn't even have bank accounts, but now through 5G internet or through possibly even satellite internet in the next couple of years and then blockchain technology. Like how do you see kind of the full impact of blockchain? Because right, right now we're, we're, we're not at all in a mature phase of it, right? We're just at the very beginning tip of it. How do you yeah, see I think impact landing? It's an evolutionary development, right? We're uh, and there there are powers that be that um, that like that there's haves and have-nots. There are, I believe, there's people out there. You know, not all people are good and have well-intentioned motives, and there are some powers that seek to keep certain people in in poverty or in some form of you know uh, financial enslavement. And so this is an evolutionary revolution. I like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with that and. Um, it is a battle as it's always been for freedom. Uh, and so in some, you know, sometimes freedom wins out in the short term and sometimes it doesn't, but you know, crypto being this decentralized beast that is virtually unstoppable, you know, even though governments are, some governments are trying to regulate it um, and prohibit it. It's more challenging than ever because of the internet and because of the, at least the possibility of anonymity in it and uh, i think that it's gonna it's gonna go in a really positive direction for mankind powerful and, and women kind and people kind yeah man and, and women kind exactly all the kinds travis anything to add 
I think that uh, we are on a on an interesting shift. It's a it's a unique time in history. You know, it's it's there's so much going on right now. There's a lot of you know there's a lot of peril in the world, right? There's a lot of people. It's almost like the you know I I have a I have a question I have a question just kind of add on that, but I want to ask a question to you because we have so much in this world that divides us right? I mean, the powers that be, they like to keep us at, e- at each other's throats, right? It's right versus left. It's Democrat versus Republican. It's Christian versus Muslim versus all these other different cat types. versus dog. Cat versus dog. It's your, got your sports ball teams that you're against each other. And you have, you know, oh, now it's, it's gender versus gender now and all this other stuff and different races versus whatever. And so it's all these different ways that the world is divided. But Julian, I want to ask you this: what What brings us all together? Bacon. That doesn't bring us all together. What, what brings us all, all together is well, in, in my own words, I would say love. Uh, it's connection, right? Is is the way that we're actually also connected in this very similar experience? Because no matter which gender, country, or uh, point of consciousness or view you're from, you, you're in a human experience. So we're connected over that. See, once again, the Beatles were right, Travis. All you need is love. All you need is love. Those guys were right on. That's some serious psychedelic experiences. They, they seem to be right a lot, yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing. The differences between us are really very minimal when you look at the big picture and totality of who we are, you know, as human beings. The human experience is a very similar one. That's why, you know, Morgan Freeman did an interview with uh, 2020, I think it was, a few years ago, and, and uh, he objected to the fact that there's a Black History Month. I mean, this is Morgan Freeman, you know, the voice of God. It was either him or James Earl Jones. or uh, James Earl Jones is the voice of CNN, uh, which is not God. And he said, do you want there to be a, you know, a white history month? And and, uh, the interviewer was like, well, no. He's like, well, how about to cure racism? We stop, you stop referring to me as a black man. I'll stop referring to you as a white man and let's just be people. Because our skin color is such a a small part of the differences, you know, in us. You know, we're 99.5. 8% pretty much the same. And most of that is water. Uh, so we can all agree on water being a good thing. So why don't we focus on the things that make us more alike? Um, you know, I've got friends on um, both political sides of the aisles. And I love my friends because of who they are as people, not because of what they believe or where we agree or, or where we disagree. And I think when we try to seek commonality, um, that's when the real discussion takes place. And the, the, uh, the heatedness that we have in this world right now, I think it is fueled by those who want there to be that kind of conflict. Mm-hmm. I would add, I would add right on that because it's like, what's so interesting to me about racism is that it's so crazy to think about because the only reason we're different colors, we're only the reason we're different colors is because our ancestors grew up on different parts of the planet where there was more sunlight. I mean, if we switched out and moved everybody from Africa to uh, Europe, and guess what? Over the next 100,000 years, they're going to become white because there's not as much sunlight there. It's more snowy and it's rainy and you move it. Move, you know, so it's like, it's just, it's just geoproximity is the only reason we are the color that we are. And so to me, that's a silly reason to belittle someone else's opinion because you don't like where their ancestors grew up on the world. It's weird. And kind of deep into what divides us as a society. And I think we started out in, with how blockchain as an innovation really has the potential 
to kind of fuel this evolutionary revolution, as you uh, phrased it, Joel. I like that too. And it kind of fuel us towards our similarities because I personally believe the differences, there will always be differences, but there will be so many more similarities which we can uh, kind of join, join hands on. And uh, we, we do live on the, the blue planet, right? So that is the water planet. I agree with you there too. It's, it's where we're like 80% water. We're, we're literally the water carriers on this planet here. So you guys, thank you so much for taking the time. Is there anything else you want to share with our listeners before we, before we wrap it up? Is this, is this where we sing Kumbaya? I think so. We join hands. I don't think we have to. Kumbaya, my lord. How about we do Happy Together instead by the Turtles? Imagine me and you. I do. Uh, No, thanks for having us, Julian. Appreciate it. And uh, those of you listening that would uh, subject yourself to more of this, go to badcryptopodcast.com and find us in all the places and join us on this crypto journey down the rabbit hole. Make sure you check these guys out. Thank you so much, Joel and Travis, for being on the show. Thank you. All right. I hope you had a good time with Joel and Travis from the Bad Crypto Podcast and myself kind of jamming about what blockchain could do in this world where we can build on decentralized applications and with decentralized technology, creating trust within society and restructuring kind of the fabric of our society. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Check it out on iTunes or Spotify, wherever you're listening. Hit the subscribe button. Catch you soon, wherever you are. Have yourself a great day. Mm -hmm.